This is episode 22, The Amazing Development of Men. Welcome to Sophia on Earth. I'm your host, Sophia. I'm a coach, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher, and I help women lead from their feminine in their relationships and in business. On this podcast, we talk about what it means to be human and how each of us gives the human experience meaning and makes it work for them. Connect with me at sophiaonearth.com or via Instagram at sophiaonearth and let me know how you are making the human experience work for you. Hello, lovely humans. In case you haven't noticed or assumed yet, I often talk to you about things that somehow are relevant to me in this moment and I share them in the hopes that they are serving you too. And I've learned about the stages of development, the amazing development of men, a couple months, maybe years ago. And I learned it through Alison Armstrong, who I may have mentioned before. She has an audiobook with that same title, The Amazing Development of Men, which I'm going to link in the show notes. And I highly encourage you to listen to. It's a three and a half hour live recording of an event that she did. And a lot of things that I'm going to share now, she's going into much more detail and you can learn so much from her, just like listening to her energy and the love that she has for men and the amazement and awe that she is coming from when she's talking about men that alone is so worth just listening to her audiobook and yeah so I learned about this recently not too long ago but then you know what happens you learn something new and it's kind of like insightful and it lights you up, but then you move through your life and maybe you forget. And I just recently reminded myself or somehow through my intuition got reminded of these four stages of development of men. And I hope that what I'm going to share just briefly about these stages is helpful for you in some sort of way just to understand where maybe the men in your life, maybe your partner, maybe your son, maybe your brother, wherever they might be at, and then how that is related to how they're showing up for you and in your relationship, whichever relationship that might be. So this all is based on the premise that in a way, men are often responding to women but there are also certain situations when they're not, which are these stages of development that are just inherently about their development. And I hope you can hear and I hope you know from just listening to my podcast that I love men. And maybe some of this might be a little bit stereotypical or generalizing and I just invite you to soften and listen with curiosity to what I'm sharing and just see if that resonates with you for your life or again maybe the life of a man in your life and I want to add too that 
especially as women, we often go through life and in our relationships with men, we evaluate their behavior based on how a quote-unquote perfect woman would act. And we forget that men and women are actually different. They're not just some biological differences, but that these also have kind of implications in how we show up in the world, how our brains work, all the things. And when we assume that how a man is behaving and we analyze and evaluate it based on how a woman will behave and we're not only doing the men a disservice we're also doing ourselves a disservice because we're just inherently different and we perceive the world in different ways we act in different ways and it's helpful to understand especially with these stages of development how that is the case so let's get into it As I mentioned, there are four stages. The first stage is page, the second is knight, the third is prince, and the fourth is king. The page stage, the first stage, lasts from birth to around puberty. And pages are really like wannabe knights. So you will understand a little bit more about pages as we're talking about knights. But the main distinction I want to make here is that pages, little boys, are very different than little girls. They, again, they want to be knights. They want to be in the stage where they are creating these adventures for themselves. And they're very different than little girls. And the greatest disservice that we are doing to little boys is that we want to make them behave like little girls, that they are tidy and clean and all the things. That's not what they want. They don't want to be tidy. They don't want to be clean. They just want to immerse themselves in the world and prepare to become knights. Which brings us to the next stage, which is knights. Knights are all about adventure. Boys enter the stage of being a knight from around 9 to 13, so again around puberty, and knights just want to have fun, they want to be challenged, they want to engage in adventures, they want to go out into the world and experience these challenging and fun adventures. And knights can also be in relationship but when they're looking for a partner they're not really looking for somebody for the next 50 years they're really just looking for a companion for fun adventures and what's important to take away from the night stage that is all about adventure is that every man not just knights has a sense of adventure and a need for adventure in every stage. So that's going to be something that's going to be really important to men. And as women, we get to support them in that. Moving on to the third stage, the prince stage. 
So here, there's actually three sub-stages. So there is early prints, middle prints, and late prints. Something that's true for all three stages is that this need for adventure or this desire for adventure that the knight has transforms into a need to build, to create, to establish something and to establish himself in the world. The early stage, the early prince stage starts in the late 20s, early 30s. And in this stage, a man is trying to figure out what he wants to do in this world, what his place is, what his territory is, what his area of expertise is, how he wants to contribute to the world. And depending on whether or not he finds that right away or it's taking him a couple of different jobs, careers, work path, whatever to engage with, that's how long this phase is going to last. And as women, we often make the mistake that we want to push an early prince into a commitment when really an early prince or a prince in general is not ready to make a commitment until they have found what they want to do in this world and how they want to engage and show up in this world. So that's really what the early prince stage is about. It's all about discovering their territory, their area, their place in the world. And it's going to take as long as it's going to take. It might be quick because this man is quickly clear on to what that is, or it might take a couple of different paths until that clarity comes. After the early prince stage, a man moves into the middle prince stage, which lasts about 12 years. So that's a long time. And in that phase, a man is just committed to build, to create, to walk on this path that he has found is his path. And if you're not working with him, you might not see him a lot because he is just driven to produce, to create, to put his work out into the world. And in this mode of producing, he barely notices anything that is irrelevant to whatever it is that he is producing, that he is accomplishing, that he is putting out there. And in relationships, we make a big mistake to assume that a middle prince has a choice. We assume that he is choosing his work or his career, or his path instead of us. When really he does not have a choice. He must to be a man. He must accomplish, produce, create. And what he needs most in this phase is to be supported and to be believed in, to be cheered on. So a good question that you can ask a middle prince is, how can I support you? How can I support you in this phase of your life? How can I show up for you so that you can accomplish what you are here to accomplish? In this stage, the longevity of a relationship is really tested because, again, it's 12 years. 
So you want to set yourself up in a way that this works for you. Whatever that might be, you will know for your situation. But that's what you get to do. And then the late print stage that only lasts for about six to nine months. And it's kind of like a grace period. It's there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's when a man finds his new confidence and kind of takes a look back at what he has accomplished and is getting ready to move into kingdom. And there's something to be said for relationships in all stages of the princedom, which is that there is kind of like two camps of men. There is men who want to build with a partner. So as soon as they pass the early prince stage, as soon as they figured out what they want to do, what their territory is, they will look to find a partner to call in a person to build with. And then there's the other camp, and that is a man who wants to build on his own, who wants to get everything ready. And then after he has prepared everything for the kingdom, that's when he brings the queen in. So you want to consider that and figure out if you are dealing with a prince in your life. What type is he? Does he want to build with a partner or does he want to build by himself and then bring in a partner? Because that's going to make a difference in terms of his commitment to a relationship. He's still going to commit if he is building without a partner because he needs that support and nurturance especially in the middle print stage but it's going to be with a different focus so that's what you want to discover and keep in mind and I want to speak a little bit more to the mistakes that women often make when relating to men in the stage of being a prince which is that again we think they have a choice and especially for a middle prince is expecting that they will remember the details of what's going on in our lives. He can't pay attention to anything besides building. It's not that he doesn't love you. It's just that he's committed to building. And he's not in a space where he can gather that kind of information like, what's going on in our life and the biggest advice again is just being supportive also to provide the information he needs for example if your birthday is coming up don't expect him to remember and know what you want but tell him what you would want and he will be delighted to get you what you want so this is really an invitation to not take it personally to not assume that how a man is showing up in the prince stage has anything to do with you as a potential partner. And the great thing about princes is really that it's a chance to build with someone. That's really fun. And also that this is a time when men most need to be nurtured by us as women and I'm most open to being contributed to by you, which is a really special stage of the accomplishment of a man. So instead of seeing it as, oh, he doesn't have time, he's only fo focused on his work, see if you can maybe shift that and 
think of it as, wow, I get to be a part of this special stage of his life and I get to support him and cheer him on while he is moving through that. What an honor. And that brings us to the king stage. And what's important to notice about the king stage, which starts around age 45 and older, is that there is a transition phase into the king stage, which can last from a couple of months up until three years. And this transition stage is kind of happening abruptly. It's a man waking up one day and questioning and doubting everything that he's built and wondering if it was all worth it. And... There is a lot of uncertainty, which can be really frightening for men. And we as women, we often don't understand that because we live outside of ourselves. We're externally focused and have a low sense of self, which is actually the other way for men. So we don't understand how confusing it is for men who suddenly wake up and feel completely uncertain about themselves when normally the sense of certainty is kind of coming from inside of them. So it's a scary time in a man's life. It's existential. And there is a sense of loss, a sense of letting go of what he's going to be. And there isn't really much that we can do as women besides just being present and listening and also taking this time of transition to invest in ourselves and in our own growth because the man that our partner is becoming is going to ask us to develop the qualities of the queen to have a strong sense of self and really like an ability to receive. And after this tunnel, this transition phase is completed, a man's sense of self is crystallized. And in the king stage, one big attribute, one big theme is this capacity, this extended capacity to provide. And a king wants to be appreciated for what he's willing to provide. And if he is, he's here to give you everything you want he wants to give so it's going to be very important for the feminine for us for women to be able to receive and to fully receive so it's an invitation for you to think about what you really want and need and to find a man who wants to provide that Because there are certain things that a king might not be willing to provide. So that's why really understanding what you need and understanding what a particular man in a king stage is willing to provide, where those two things align. Kings also really want to be admired. And it's probably the most important thing you can do for a king. Just admire and appreciate him. There are a couple of mistakes too that we make in this stage 
which are not recognizing that we have a king at hand and wanting things that he doesn't want to provide and taking that personally. You might even notice this as a theme in a lot of these stages by not understanding what the stage is about, taking it personally when it's really not personal at all. And also wanting to change him and not receiving his gifts, like the love, the encouragement, also the material things well, and withholding the appreciation and admiration. So the great thing about kings is because this phase of building that is happening in the prince stage is completed, a king has a lot more resources that he wants to provide, a lot more time. A king as a dad is probably a lot more present in the development of his kids. And there is just a an abundance of resources that he wants to provide and be appreciated for. So this is a brief overview of the four stages of the amazing development of men, page, knight, prince, and king. I hope that some of this information is resonating with you in a way that you can apply it to your own relationships and situations, not taking personally some of the things that might be occurring and understanding that in some ways, a man who is building in the prince stage, for example, doesn't have a choice. He's not choosing his career or whatever over you. It's just that's what he has to do to feel like a man in the world. So I hope that this is valuable. Again, this is only a brief overview. If you want to learn more about this, definitely listen to Alison Armstrong's audiobook, The Amazing Development of Men. Again, it's like three and a half hours. It's so good. It's so juicy. It's so beautiful to hear her talk about men with so much love and appreciation. Because as you know, I'm a big fan of celebrating men and appreciating men and valuing them for the unique qualities that they bring just as much as valuing the unique qualities that we bring as women. So I hope this resonates and I can't wait to talk to you again next time. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sophia on Earth, where we talk about what it means to be human. If you want to dive deeper, leading from your feminine essence in your relationships and in business, I would love to hear from you and support you on your journey. You can find all of my one-on-one coaching offers on my website at sophiaonearth.com or feel free to just reach out to me via Instagram at sophiaonearth. Once again, thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love.